When we hold on to grievance and pain from the past, we keep ourselves from being able to really move into our fullest expression of self. We need to practice forgiveness from the soul recovery perspective, dissipating the energy and releasing the past for good. If you're interested in this profound transformation, I invite you to join me in Colorado the weekend of June 8th and 9th to have an incredible experience with others on this same soul recovery journey. Two full days of immersion in the soul recovery process where you will indeed leave transformed. You will be able to truly let go of these old pains and step into a new way of being. Check out the show notes for a coupon code and how to register. My name is Reverend Rachel Harrison, and this is the Recover Your Soul podcast, a spiritual path to a happy and healthy life. I started Recover Your Soul after having profound changes in my life from my recovery of alcoholism, control addiction, and codependency. I was guided to share the tools and principles of spirituality and soul recovery to help others transform their lives as mine was transformed. For us to overcome external circumstances, we must first turn the attention to ourselves, focusing on inner change outer positive results in our lives will follow. As a spiritual coach, I can support you on your path to make real changes that will bring you a life of peace, happiness, connection, and abundance. Visit the website recoveryoursoul.net to book coaching sessions, read the blog, listen to some of my original music, and subscribe to receive email updates. I think of Recover Your Soul as a community. Follow us on social media and join the private Facebook group to support each other and connect. For an extra episode each week and to support this podcast, become a Patreon member or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Together, we can do the work that will recover your soul. So what is soul recovery? That's a great topic. Let's talk about that this episode. In 2019, I was coming back from a trip to California for an annual camping trip on the beach. And my son, Bodhi, my youngest son, who's in one of my previous episodes, and I were brainstorming this idea that I had for the website. And I love that he asked me questions about what it was that I was trying to achieve. Soul recovery came. Recover your soul. It just, as soon as that's what came out of my mouth, that snapped that that was it. For me, as you know, recovery has been a recovery from alcoholism and control addiction, but it's actually not so much the letting go of the actual physical drinking. The recovery has been in my thinking and the recovery has been in my connection with my higher power. That is my recovery. And so when I talk about stuff, I know that a lot of the listeners that we have are people who are connected to Al-Anon and to AA. And I hope that the things that we talk about deepen your journey in those programs. But for some of you, you're thinking, I don't have an active addiction, but you're drawn here for a reason. You're drawn here because we all know that We want a life that's different, that something in our life feels unmanageable, something in our life feels overwhelming, 
something feels out of control. And that where I feel like the soul recovery comes is turning the attention onto ourselves. The realization that if we want outside circumstances to change, we need to have our internal circumstances change. And that it is only through our internal work and our finding our connection that anything will begin to loosen up. Because if one thing is for sure, you can't control another human being or another circumstance. That when we try to be in control of outside of ourselves, that's when we become dissatisfied. That's when we become irritated. That's when we become unhappy because it can get really easy to look at what is not going right with the world and with our relationships and with the people that we work with and with our kids and with our friends and with the politics and with the world. And the more we concentrate on what's not working, we're losing ourselves. We're losing the connection that we have with our internal self, our true self, our whole self the self that is connected to our higher power, the self that is our higher power. What I want to offer in soul recovery is that there's a difference between spirituality and religion. There are religions that people find so much satisfaction and connection in and community and friends and social and, you know, all the stuff that comes from being part of a community. And for some people, religion has actually been a place where they had dogma, where they, in growing up, had to show up. It had uh, a tightness to it. It had guilt. It had fear tied to it. And it didn't have to do with connecting with that inner part of themselves. And so all of that is real. All of that is true. And there's no judgment one way or the other. But we are here to do soul work soul recovery work, which is a spiritual journey. And what happened to me in my recovery from alcoholism is the big book, which is the, what they call the Alcoholics Anonymous book that was written back in the thirties was that it was a spiritual need that needed to be filled. That the drinking was an issue, but the only way to overcome it was to deepen your spiritual life. And so the steps that they came up with were a way to move through what had happened in your life and be able to progress and be connected and let go of that stuff that's holding us back. And so for me, soul recovery takes those steps, takes those aspects, takes the tools takes the tools that we get from AA, from Al-Anon, from all kinds of spiritual places, and we want to wrap them all together in a way that you feel like I can give you some direction to move away from the piece of us that is really lost. And each of us go through that. And where we are today is exactly where we're supposed to be today. And all the ask is, is to to move one small step forward. 
that each day we work on being one step closer to that whole true self that is our true nature. That when we're little infants and we first come out into the world, all we know is love. All we feel is this awareness of love. Have you looked into the face of a newborn baby? There is something in that you could stare at your own newborn baby for hours on end. And it is just pure soul. And from that first day, we start learning, we start um, taking things in that this is safe, this is unsafe, this is how we act here, this is how we act there. This is going to provide us love. This doesn't feel good. And some babies are nourished and just given so much love. And some babies, unfortunately, are not. But no matter what happened in our lives, no matter what kind of childhood we had, no matter what kind of upbringing we've had, no matter what kind of adult life we have, we as adults have a choice of who we want to be, how we want to be connected in the world. And we can take responsibility for ourselves and we can do something about it. If we want change, we can't expect the world to change. We bring the change inward. We do the work ourselves. That is soul recovery. And that at any minute, in any time, and in any part of our life, we have this opportunity to say, yep, I'm ready. I'm ready to do something different. I'm ready to have a different life. I'm ready for change. And it can be small changes and it can be shattering big changes. But every time we turn inward and we utilize the tools and we connect with our higher power and we look at ourselves and how we can take responsibility for that part of our life, we become more and more and more connected with that inner part of ourselves, that fullness that pure love that we came into when we first arrived. And the 12 steps of AA can be used on a spiritual level so that you can take away the piece that says, well, I'm not sure if that applies to me because I'm not an alcoholic, I'm not a drug addict, I'm not an overeater, I'm not a overgambler, I'm not a sex addict. And some of us are those things, right? But most of us, have these aspects of ourselves where we're caught up in that ego structure. We're caught up in our self and our selfhood. And that we think that we are the ones that are responsible to make it all happen, to fix everything, to do whatever it takes to make the world be exactly like we think it should be so that we can be more comfortable, more happy. And we forget that we need to take responsibility, that we don't have any control of anything or anyone else, and that someone else's discomfort, someone else's unhappiness, someone else's view of the world, we don't have to force change in that. Not only do we not have to, we really can't. Have you ever stood across the table from somebody who has different political beliefs than you? And you so, so much believe and feel what you think you feel and believe, and they believe what they think and feel and believe. What if we let go of trying to convince the other and saw the heart in each other, saw that pure being that's on the inside 
instead of the words and the rhetoric that's on the outside? What if we did that in our relationships? The soul recovery work for me has allowed me to trust my higher power, to let go of worry. It has allowed me to turn over what I thought I needed to be in control of and to be in the flow, to see the guidance that's coming, to let go of the need to know what's next, to trust and believe and know that everything's working out for my highest good. It's allowed me to take a deep look at myself, to look at all my hangups and all my things that I believed that were against me, all my resentments, all those stories that we have in our mind that we play over and over and over that define who we are. I can't because of this. I can't because of him. I'm broken because of this situation. To really look at each one of those stories and to feel the pain and the hurt that comes from those stories and then to turn it around and look at myself. Where was I in that? How did I participate in that? What are the patterns that I continue to have in my life that only replicate those situations? Why am I afraid to let it go? Why am I still so angry? And then to be willing to look deeply at those pieces of myself, that shadow side of myself, that dark side of myself that comes from my ego structure, that comes from fear, that comes from my belief that I'm not enough. To know that I have these aspects of myself, to be withdrawn, to be self-seeking, to be a victim, to have self-righteousness to be afraid, controlling, defensive, to be enabling, fearful, judgmental, anxious, isolating, masked, and selfish. I read those off of my card that I did after I did that work, where I could really look at that shadow side of myself. And when we look at that shadow side of ourself, what we see is that that part of ourself comes from the things that we needed to do to save ourselves at different times in our life. That when we are developing, of course we come up with defense mechanisms. Of course that's how we feel, that we can the only way we can be safe. And we end up replaying those things until we see them. And my belief is that when you can really look at them, when you can look at them hard in the eye and say, yep, Those are the way that I have been operating out in the world, and they no longer serve me. They are not helpful to me anymore. They are keeping me from the life that I want, the relationships that I want, the fullness that I want, the abundance that I want. You know what you don't want. What do you want? And to stop being so tied to all the things that we don't want. What do you want? And when I look at the flip side of the card, it says, I want to be outgoing, selfless, grateful, accepting, realistic, humble, modest, face my problems, tolerant, respectful, open to criticism, honest, accepting, courageous, confident, kind, and secure. Yes, that is exactly what I want. That is soul recovery. That to 
really be willing to say, these ways that I was interacting, these aspects of how I was walking on the earth were not giving me the things and the life and the relationships and the satisfaction and the inner heart that I want. And so by doing the steps, by doing this work, you turn the card and you say, I am ready to be this next person. And then you go and you clean up your mess that we're so terrified of interacting with the people that we have harmed in our lives, the relationships that have struggled. And every single time that we continue to hold on to not wanting to deal with those things, the energy behind that grows. The energy behind that has an, uh, a power that is just ruminating underneath there, even when we're not looking at it. When we are able to say, when a healthy, clean time comes to have an interaction with somebody, some people are not safe and it's not okay to have those amends with. But when you're willing to sit down with somebody and say, I want to take responsibility for what's mine, and you let go of their part, you let go of the fact that they hurt you because they did. And you just say, I'm just doing my work on me. And I want to let you know that I had a part in it. And sometimes they come around and they can see their part too. And they can open up to the clean, clear communication that can happen in those moments. And sometimes they can't see their part. All they can see is that you're willing to look at your part. And that's okay. Because when you're cleaning your side, we call it cleaning our side of the street. When you're doing your work on what you need to let go of, you don't even need them to really take responsibility for their part. Because that's asking them potentially to be different than who they are. And they may not be ready. They may not want to look at those things. They may still be in a victim stance. They may still be in their pain body. But the belief is that the more that we can really let go of the guilt and the shame that hold on like sticky, sticky, intense glue to us and be able to really let those things go, then they're done. We don't have to bring them back. We don't have to keep repeating that story or that pattern. And then we can begin to truly connect on a daily basis with our higher power. And through prayer and meditation, we can continue to like deepen that aspect of ourselves that is that whole full self and is shedding the skin of fear, shedding the, the stink of anger and frustration and opening to the blossoming of that full, true, deep self that is your true potential that is yourself, that is 100% connected to love, connected to higher power, connected to guidance, and that we each have these gifts to offer in the world. And we can get so held back by all of this garbage that we've been baggage that's part of living. It's like we're supposed to pack all those bags and then we're supposed to unpack them and let them go. 
that's part of soul recovery. That's part of the life is to really realize that part of our journey is the hardship, is the shoving all that negative stuff into the bags that we end up carrying around. But when we're ready to let it go, something tells us inside, some intuition, some nudge, something starts looking around. Sometimes it's something catastrophic. Sometimes people lose jobs or relationships because of either an addiction or just not having healthy behaviors. And so when we're willing to do this work, when we're really willing to flip that internal switch that says, I want to be free of this suffering. I want to be free of this bondage of self. I want to be free of the sadness, of the darkness. I'm not broken anymore. Then the soul recovery work starts. And we start to really attune to that inner self and connecting with our higher power and asking deep questions and being willing to turn our life over to the care of that higher power. Let go of our ego structure. See where we can connect with others. See the love and the light in everyone around us. And when we do that, there's so much more space in our hearts and in our souls and in our lives to do good things, big and small, to every day make a conscious decision to interact with people in a way that is positive, to stop being a victim, to stop replaying the stories that are holding us back to actually see those stories as gifts, as gifts to us of learning that we got to do. My husband and I have this joke that when something hard comes, that it's an opportunity to learn and that what we should say to the other person is thank you or they could say you're welcome for giving us this hard thing because the more we can overcome that adversity, the more we become strong and more complete in that wholeness of who that internal self is, that real self, the full self, the recovered self. So whether you have an addiction or you don't, and you're on this soul recovery journey with us, I'm just glad you're here. I hope that we can continue to all grow and deepen our relationship with our higher power and with that aspect of ourselves inside that is 100% whole, that doesn't have any, any of that negative baggage that we packed along the road. That, to me, is soul recovery. Until next time, namaste. Thank you for listening, and I hope this episode offered you tools, guidance, and inspiration on your journey to recover your soul. If you'd like some support and encouragement with your soul recovery, book a coaching session with me. When you're ready for change, it's amazing what can be done in just a few sessions. There's never any long-term commitment. This is your personal journey, and I'm just here to be a guide and assist you in connecting with your fullest and happiest self. Visit the website recoveryoursoul.net. 
where you can find more about me, Rev. Rachel, book your spiritual coaching sessions, subscribe to receive email updates, and even listen to some of my original music. We thank you for supporting the production of this podcast by donating on the homepage or subscribing on Apple Podcasts or becoming a Patreon member. When you become a member or a subscriber, you're going to receive an extra bonus episode each week, and your support is really appreciated. By following, subscribing, and reviewing this podcast on your favorite platform, you're helping to spread the Recover Your Soul message. We hope that you will follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and even join the private Facebook group to become part of our transformational community. Together, we can do the work that will recover your soul. The Recover Your Soul podcast and its content is for educational purposes only and is not allied or representative of any organizations or religions. It's based on the opinions and experience of Reverend Rachel Harrison. Recover Your Soul claims no responsibility to any persons or entity for any liability, loss, damage, or cause alleged to be caused directly or indirectly as a result of its use. Applications or interpretations of the information represented herein. Take what you need and leave the rest.